0: Welcome back to the Whole GD Show. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my co-host, Eleanor Hello, Dylan.
1: Hello, Jeff. How are you?
0: All right, and you?
1: Oh, great. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, we prefaced it a little bit beforehand. It's, uh, what, a, over a month since we've spoken? I, yeah,
1: this might have been the longest we've gone in between sessions. Yeah. I went on an editing binge and got a lot of the backlog cleared, Yeah, and we had some... Some uh, holidays of a certain time of calendar year, and yeah, here we're back.
0: Yeah, to bring some hot reviews (laughs) to your earholes. What a price! Last time.
1: Oh yeah, I'm going through the backlog. You know, it's it's a little different every time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think the first one was pretty good. It's like reviews from cool dudes or something. Five reviews from us cool dudes. I think.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't like coming in your ear <laughs> yeah, rolls or the price of the second time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that... I didn't remember.
1: I do remember that one, though. Yeah. That one sticks out.
0: Uh, yeah, we have kind of talked about what we've been watching. Uh, uh, did you play any new games? Have you gamed it up at Oh,
1: all? yeah. I got some games for those non-descript calendar year holidays. Uh, I got um, the new-ish Pokemon from... Last year, Pokemon Sword. Oh, uh, but the the dog that carries a sword in its mouth. That's yeah. kind of my uh, obs- that's the one I kind of dove into. Every year, I kind of find a game where I'm like, oh, this is, I'm just gonna tank a bunch of hours into this. Like it was Stardew Valley, and then it was Fire Emblem, and last year it was Animal Crossing. I think this year's it's gonna be Pokemon. Um,
0: was but- your uh, starter?
1: Grookie, the grass that monkey, monkey, that funky yeah. monkey, and I yeah. totally like halfway. I've gotten halfway through the game, and I realized why did I not name this guy Grass Monkey?
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> like, uh, I'm a big Beastie Boys fan. It didn't even occur to me. um uh, Yeah, it's
0: the grass monkey, it's the fire rabbit, and the, yes. what's the other one? The
1: Water yeah, it's a water, like, frog or sobble is its name. I got sobble. that one in a trade, though, from, like, you can random trade with people online, and they gave me a sobble, and I was like, hell yeah, a starter? Sweet. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I haven't get. played Pokemon in 20 years. I haven't played since Damn. Red and Blue. I have not played a mainline Pokemon game since then. Um, I played, like, Snap and Stadium. So, playing this... Like, all the sound cues are the same and everything, and I I love it. It, it just brings me back.
0: I hear there's a new snap coming out.
1: Ah, uh, yes, I've seen. I'm interested in that. Hopefully it's a little more uh, immersive or detailed than the N64 one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I remember liking it, but when I think back on it, I'm like, was that good? I don't yeah. know, maybe.
1: I liked it, but yeah, it is just, I felt it was a very small game. It's like yeah, six levels.
0: It'd be cool if it was like kind of more open, like you were in like kind of like a Savari zone yeah. kind of
1: thing. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to be on rails again, or yeah. like free roaming, or maybe a little bit of both.
0: Like, it should be, like, Breath of the Wild, like, with the camera thing. Right. The tablet. Yeah. You sneak up on them in their environment. Oh, yeah,
1: that'd be cool. Be cool. Uh, yeah, I like the premise of this new one is, like, it's an ecological survey. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm helping the environment. I'm document. I'm Jane Goodall of Pokemon.
0: I don't know if, uh, I guess you probably don't read comics at all, but there's, like, a... Uh, like a graphic comic of uh i think it's called pokemon gray and it's mm. um and it's like a more like gritty pokemon with like ash and his team and like I, it's about like the kanto war oh, and all this stuff. yeah
1: <laughs> interesting i don't know yeah. pokemon's already a little too dark for me and like they're catching animals and making them fight <laughs> each other and they're oh, like I brothers think, and sisters like,
0: Oh, yeah, people are, like, getting killed in this one, because it's, like, it's not just, like, Pokemon, it's people in battle, also. Oh, jeez,
1: yeah. Yeah. Like, Charizards eating people and, like, burning yeah. them alive? Yeah. I mean, that would be the world we live in, or, like, an actual world, <laughs> if it actually worked that way.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's see, we did five things, once again, five reviews yes, uh, to so jump into it. Reviews. All reviews, we started with a martial arts comedy that I, I've i seen. Have you seen this? Do you remember if you've seen this?
1: I have not seen this. This is okay. uh, Stephen Chow's Kung Fu Hustle. I have, however, seen Shaolin Soccer. Have you seen okay. Shaolin Soccer? No. I guess that was kind of the boost that gave him the ability to make this movie, Kung Fu okay. Hustle. It was all, Both Stephen Chow movies.
0: Did you watch it on Netflix, I'm guessing?
1: Yes, I did.
0: I was bummed out it didn't have the English version. Because re- I've only ever seen the Oh, really?
1: Interesting. Now. I was okay. Yeah. It gave me kind of an authenticity to the yeah. Cantonese. I, I just
0: Cantonese. remember it being very silly. It was very oh, yeah. silly <laughs> in, in the English version. Because they, they really went wild with those voices in the English version.
1: Really? Yeah. I- yeah, I think I think when I watched and Soccer, it was also English. Because that was a theatric. I remember that being theatrically released in the U.S. I'm not sure if this had a theatrical U.S. release. Yeah, I
0: think I saw it in theater. Uh,
1: yes, actually, I'm looking right at the page right now. Yes, it was released on January 25th, 2005. Um, but, uh, yeah, Shell and Soccer was dubbed as well. And I guess that kind of does... Um, Cause it is, I mean, they're kung fu movies. They are like genre that's like uh, slapstick comedy, and kung fu movies, absurdist yes. movies. Um, um, but I think yeah, I guess the the dubbing could add to the comedy of it.
0: Yeah, they they really go. It's very over the top the way yeah. that they kind of speak. Yeah. And it's all, like, kind of poor in that kind of older style. Like, it's not perfectly synced. That kind of adds to the comedy.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that would. Because yeah. even... that's even funny when it's not a comedy movie. But this... Yeah. This movie, I thought, was a uh, very of the mid-2000s. Uh, <laughs> in both special effects and comedy. But I was okay with that. Because uh, I did like Shaolin Soccer before watching it. I thought it was going to be really stupid. But then... It was very funny, which if you haven't seen that, that is also, that is a kung fu comedy, sports, also mixed with like science fiction, because I think they're like breeding, like, cloning test tube babies mm-hmm. of like the perfect Shaolin soccer players.
0: Yeah, this is two idiots trying to join this kind of horrible gang, the Axe Gang, uh, that's kind of like taking over every. Replaced by force. Uh, they start off by like killing a man and like his wife and like uh, and like it's like a big montage with also a dance montage. Yes, I was them like
1: glad we were getting a dance number early because there was also a dance number in Shell in Soccer. So I think that's just a Stephen Chow like staple of his comedies. Ridiculous dance number, <laughs> 1940s gangsters dancing, and murdering. People keep coming into the shot, like, every time they cut back to the choreographed dance, there's more and more people dancing. Uh, I couldn't... I had a hard time telling at the beginning who was the main character, though, because it says in the description that, like, Stephen Chow, uh, him and his brother... Stephen Chow is the actor and director, not the actual character. Um, But he's... Um, him and his brother, it's like two losers are trying to get into the Axe Gang, but they don't show up for like a good 10 minutes into the movie.
0: Yeah.
1: And they also, every other character I feel like is introduced before them because we see the Axe Gang and then we see the poor village that the Axe Gang doesn't bother with because they want to take over the rich neighborhoods. And then we finally see, um, I'm going to find his name out. It's like uh, yeah Chow i can't remember like, it i don't remember like anybody's Same names time. everyone <laughs> was like
0: landlady and landlord there was and, yeah like, just landlady and cooley and the t- chef t- and
1: all that yeah ta- the tailor was one of tailor. the kung fu masters yeah yeah and uh, uh what was it, like fridge was one of them i don't know no donuts was, that's what was... Donut, <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: was he the effeminate character that she called like a fairy? no or,
1: that was or, uh t- the tailor okay. Yes, but yes, that was one of my notes. Um, The few things that don't age well in this movie are the uh, homophobia and domestic violence.
0: Yeah, what the landlady and landlord are fighting.
1: Yeah, they're, like, slapping each other all the time and, like, throwing each other out the window. That was really the only problem I had with the movie. I do say it's, like, very of the mid-2000s, but, I mean, just keep that in mind (laughs) that it was made 15 years ago. Um,
0: yeah, did, was that your favorite fight? That first fight with the uh, the three masters, with the spear and the kicking and iron fist kind of guy.
1: Yes, I did like more. Um, like the three masters kind of have a fight on the stairs later on. Oh, sure. And I felt that was because we didn't really get a lot of kung fu until that scene that you're talking about, where the like three masters are exposed and there's like yeah, there's I think the guy, the tailor, with the one with the rings, Master of the Fists or whatever. Yeah. I think he was my favorite. He had the best filmed moves. A lot of the other moves were like very wireworky and quick cuts. So yeah. it's like it didn't feel Especially like Especially the spear. Yeah, it didn't feel like true Kung Fu ish. But then when they when it's just the three guys spying sparring on the stairs I think it was um a lot like more authentic.
0: Yeah. I think the guy that was like could was good at kicking, I think he's a real martial artist. I think he I read somewhere that he was like some type of like uh actual like trained, you know, champ or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Uh it says he's a Shaolin monk. Xing yep. Yu is his name. There you go. At the age of 12, he went to the Shaolin Temple, where he stayed for 10 years.
0: Cooley, which yeah. I had always thought was a slur, but whatever.
1: Uh, is it? I, does, I didn't know if it had to do with, like, his job. Um,
0: yeah, Because he was, I, like,
1: the the food man or something.
0: Yeah, like a delivery guy, but I, I don't know. I felt, I've heard that used as a derogatory term also uh, well, so maybe there's different meanings in different cultures so
1: i don't know oh yes it is it is okay. a great word the word coolie yeah. was first popularized in the 16th century by european traders across asia uh to refer to migrant indian or chinese laborers
0: there
1: you go so i guess it does have to do with his job but <laughs> yeah. it is also a yeah somewhat derogatory, derogatory. yeah
0: yeah uh what do you think of they had these kind of musical assassins also?
1: Oh yeah, that was cool. Um it reminded me of we also you I had you watch Scott Pilgrim versus the World yeah. for one of our the unjade Jeffs in a previous episode and it reminded me I don't remember know if you remember the battle where it's the battle of the bands and it's like Yeah, the
0: rocking one. Yeah.
1: yeah it kinda reminded me of that. Um, but I like that a lot. I like the variety and the battles they had. Again, it's silly and ridiculous, but a lot of kung fu movies are. Master of the Flying Guillotine, I think. Our- oh,
0: yeah, I know you mentioned that. Yes. <laughs> You've- <laughs> You've- <laughs> <laughs> I-, <laughs> I did,
1: because I couldn't remember the name of it, and now I will always remember the name of it. Yeah. Um.
0: I knew it because of a... I think it's like a Norma Jean song or something. Or like a first... From first to last song.
1: Really, yeah. It's such an obvious name. And when we recorded that episode, it just couldn't pop into my head. And then... I popped immediately into my head when editing it. But that... That is just one of the... Crazy Kung Fu movies.
0: Um, Yeah. The, The fight with the bell was kind of interesting. Where they're kind of like blocking and also trying to like barrel out the big bell thing so that you can like
1: amplify oh, yeah. <laughs> the, t- the
0: lady's power right Her the power tiger roar yelling.
1: yeah <laughs> that was funny yeah it was inventive in its ways I feel like in its combat um it was silly but they kind of had ideas smart ideas to the, use for it
0: yeah like the tai chi guy who made like the yin yang kind of thing Yeah, in the yard that was cool
1: yeah, and the spear guy, when the spear man was fighting, that the big instrument guitar thing, yeah, his just his spears were dope. And then he like unrolls it and it flies into like a dozen spears. It was, just, it was good. Yeah,
0: and they throw like ghosts at him with their music.
1: Yeah, there's... <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, but there's
0: also a love story kind of with the. Uh, the main guy and a deaf girl that he yelps, that's kind of got a oh, cool right. flashback. Yeah. And, like, why he wants to be a bad guy, because the good guys never win. And,
1: and peed on him. That was gross. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was weird. That was, like, <laughs> the worst part of that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then there was another young woman in the village, and they made her out to be a main character in the beginning, but then she's pretty much never... She comes up in, like, one other scene. She's a girl the with the big with the teeth. teeth, yes. yeah. <laughs>
0: it's a weird way to categorize but I'm like, well, that's kind of her thing. Well,
1: that's I what think. the landlady says, and I don't think we yeah. ever learn her name otherwise.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, non-names in this. Yeah. What is it? The fat... I do like when the fat guys, like, throw this knife at him, and he, like, stabs, his friend <laughs> like, four times accidentally.
1: Yes, yeah. I was laughing my ass off doing that. Uh... Oh, man. I would, uh, yeah, I think I would definitely recommend this movie. I think I'd say go for it. Um, yeah. It's stupid fun, but just, yeah, keep that in mind. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the randomness. There's, like, well, I the, guess.
0: The Looney Tunes chase was. Yes,
1: weird. that's exactly what I'm thinking about. But I guess you don't know at that point that she is a kung fu master, so it kind of makes sense in the end, but it is odd. with just the animation and then there's um there's like a reference to the shining at one point i just oh yeah
0: i wrote that down (laughs) there's like a a blood elevator reference yeah
1: it was just super out of place but i mean i'm just nitpicking there otherwise it was yeah i had a good time with it g for
0: me uh yeah same i like the the buddhist palm kind of thing coming back at the end and then it being you know Circular, where that same guy is giving more pamphlets to that kid with the runny nose.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: Uh, What did? Oh yeah, the deaf girl. I was trying to translate it because I do know some ASL, and I didn't get all of it. And it was like when they first when he's like robbing her, she cries or whatever i know you from before i remember you something along those lines
1: wait so you i just want to clarify this you know asl but are they speaking american sign language
0: yeah it's uh, well kind of um i didn't recognize everything but i did see some of it was asl definitely okay because i remembered i remember you from before something along those lines and I, i thought about that too and i was like that's weird
1: Hmm. yeah I wonder if there's just comment or it's just easier to learn and do on film
0: maybe cause I know it, there is other sign languages but I guess maybe this one was maybe there is some like connection between all of them but I don't know cause I didn't completely get everything also my ASL's not great
1: yeah you probably know more than me so better than mine I know thank you pretty much
0: she did say thank you when she was a little girl but I think it looked kind of different.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I took a one linguistics class. That's interesting, but we'll never dive into that deeper.
0: I did like the when they were kind of like I had a very AnoHana vibe at the end too, when they kind of like turned back into kids.
1: Oh yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe he's a fan.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I give it a G. I'd, I'd be interested in seeing shell in soccer at some point because I like this and I like sports movies. So,
1: yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to look into more Stephen Chow.
0: Uh, yeah. On to the next one we reviewed on your pick, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, a filmed improvised show. Or show from improvisers. I know you know more history about this than I do.
1: Yes. So it's um, Auntie Donna is uh, like an Australian sketch comedy group. I don't know if there's much improvising in it. Um, but the sketch. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mostly sketch. Uh, they started out. They do. They have a lot of sketches on YouTube. That's been like their big thing. They have a podcast, and. Then they were able to sell their ideas to Netflix and got a Netflix deal with produced by Ed Helms just this year. Um, but he... Um, a lot of the, like, Auntie Donna, Big Old House of Fun is the Netflix show, and a lot of that is just upgraded sketches with, like, quality from higher quality than what they were able to do just putting on their YouTube. So it's kind of, there's a lot of recycled sketches on there, that they've done before and How there's some new stuff this? on there I listen to a lot of um Australian podcasts Fair which is enough. a weird thing okay. to say. they're on the same network as a lot of them I listen to so I've listened okay. I've heard them like guest on podcasts that I listen to um I've seen the guy with the man bun Mark Bonanno he's on a YouTube show I watch about video games um but yeah, and then when they announced their Netflix thing, that was like, whoa, that's a huge thing because they've just pretty much been self-producing all their stuff. So that was big. But, and then I've watched the um, the Netflix series like several times. Um, cause I, How I many find episodes it funny. were there? There's six. They're all of varying length because, again, a lot of them are just... A lot of they're sketch comedy people, so oh, some of the episodes they're loosely themed, pretty much. Um, but so you just kind of have to think of it as sketch comedy rather than an actual narrative. I don't know if you got did, further, how far you got um, in past the time.
0: I did watch only the three, but I was interested in watching more. Yeah. Um, but man those three were a real mixed bag in quality of what I thought was funny.
1: I I agree. Um especially okay. I've found that a lot with their stuff like some things I find hilarious and then some things I just I don't get this. Like I it's I don't find this funny with them. What,
0: what were some of your favorites in this in some of the ones you watched?
1: Um I love Everything's a Drum. <laughs> okay. I like a lot of the musical stuff. Uh, Morning Brown. Um, okay. that's a song about coffee, but then turns into a song about sex. <laughs> pretty, um, uh, gets pretty vulgar. Um. Did you
0: think Egg Helms was funny?
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was too okay. funny, except the fact that his Wikipedia got locked down the day after from people changing his name to Egg Helms. Oh, like in real life? <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, of course it did.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I found that funny. Uh, just the situation.
0: Um, what other sketches were there? In the- I really liked the um, Broden making everyone cry and everyone ripping down their posters. Yes, yeah, that's a okay. good That made me laugh quite a bit. Um, the one before that where Jerry Seinfeld, quote-unquote, <laughs> was really stupid, I thought, personally. Yeah, pretty, yeah
1: um, the Wi-Fi contest. Or- it,
0: yeah, it kind of led into the next one, but I was like, I don't get this like i don't get why this is good
1: um was the sports medicine one did
0: you see that oh one? yeah i liked that one i like um, that one too which one was it uh, uh fuck i like the basketball one like the black and white one
1: oh where everyone goes to war it's like they Yeah, it was kind of like Drunk History
0: Yeah ish, And I kind of like that old Like kind of commercially Kind of style that you would see in like We would see in like Kind of films about like the war Where it's like some weird like Propaganda looking thing where it's like Here he is, Captain America Sending (laughs) out our youth to war Like that kind of old voice Thing Uh, I noticed Scott Ackerman was in it, and I've heard him talk about
1: it. Was he in it?
0: Yeah, he was one of the cops. Oh, you
1: didn't... (laughs) I had this crazy realization the other day (laughs) when I was... Scott Ackerman story I don't know if we want to get into it but uh, I brought it up so I just um, I've been thinking the entire time I know Scott Ackerman I don't listen to a lot of his podcasts but I've heard him guests on other stuff I know he does like Comedy Bang Bang he's a huge podcaster this entire time I have thought that he is the same person as Scott Adsit from 30 oh. Rock. Yeah, I thought not. Scott Adsit was his name was Scott Ackerman. So, listen, for years I've been thinking that they are the same person. <laughs>
0: So when you'd watch, like, 30 Rock, you are like, oh, it's Scott Ackerman.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've watched 30 Rock since I've started listening to podcasts and knew okay. Scott Ackerman's name. But I always just thought when he was guesting and I was listening to things, I thought he was Scott Adsit talking. I was imagining him sitting there on how did this get played talking about Ninja Turtles when I was like, that doesn't sound like him. <laughs> and then I had that realization. Someone told me that the other day. Um so, and I think I had that realization, like, on Twitch or something. <laughs> this is pretty funny. Mm. So, go watch that. Um, but yes, continue. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't remember if I liked this one. Selling gyms or jams. Was that funny? I can't remember.
1: Uh, I didn't, that was when... um.
0: And they were kind of doing, like, characters? To yeah, sell, it was, like... like,
1: character work where uh, Zach was playing an old lady. I'm not a huge fan of that one.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: the booty, the South African booty
0: hunters. I kinda like that one. Um I like that they were kind of just like screwing each other over, like behind each other's back, but in front of each other.
1: Yeah, when they were texting each other about yeah. taking the money. Yes.
0: I like when it got meta and they were like free time and they like ran through the set. <laughs> like they were like playing with the ball. Yeah,
1: the um the last episode gets pretty meta. Huh? Uh, let's
0: see, touche. I don't remember what the the premise of it. They were just saying. They just say touche a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah. Touche. Do you even know what touche means? Touche.
0: Yeah. Blair buoyant, the clairvoyant. I wrote that down, which I think was like supposed to be like John Edwards.
1: Yes, it was, yeah, exactly, and there was a plant in the audience who wasn't getting their um lines right and by a, uh, a plant, I mean a planted audience member and not like a
0: fern. Some of my notes are bad on this, apparently, I just wrote down hot dogs
1: I don't know what that one means,
0: oh. <laughs> I feel like there that had to do with something there, but I don't know what it was. Piss drinking, I remember that. They're like, yeah, brood. he's like anti-doping, but he's just like, I'm gonna test this, and he's just like, you're just drinking it all time. Uh, there we are. The Ellen DeGeneres one wasn't great. Yeah,
1: I don't even remember that one too much, so.
0: It was like him, oh, it was kind of like over the phone, and they're like giving him all this stuff. Like, we're giving you a car, and money, and your lost father, and Paul Newman, (laughs) and all this other stuff. And Alicia Cuthbert riding an elephant, and a pistol, and salad dressing.
1: Yeah, I don't remember that really at all.
0: (laughs) Hmm. I wrote it down, so it's. it's yeah, I, I, like,
1: I, I know I there's. Al- yeah, I believe you. <laughs> and I see there's Elliot's <laughs> sketch, but yeah, no, I that one was so to, unmemorable and memorable to me.
0: And I wrote down roommate auditions, which is one of the early ones.
1: Yeah, that's with Kristen Shawl, the the dishwasher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of those um, roommates were like references to, there previous characters and other sketches they've done cow toys like a recurring character of theirs
0: yeah uh yeah i i liked it i but and some of them i think got really good but some of them like, I'm like this isn't good
1: i agree i think they do vary in quality or at least what you enjoy in comedy There's one sketch, like one of their old sketches on YouTube that everybody loves. It's called Get in the Kiln. And I just, I don't get it. Everybody loves it. And I don't understand. It's Broden is a teacher and the other two are students. And Broden keeps saying, don't get in the kiln. And they go, oh, get in the kiln. And they keep getting in the kiln. And I just, I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I mean that description makes it sound terrible. Deanna. it's kind of it kind of lines up with all, a lot of the other stuff that they do, though. I guess. <laughs> yes. Like piss drinking, same kind of deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I give it a G. I, I'd watch more, um, but I don't know. It's also short enough where it's like not a big deal. Yeah,
1: there's some like fifteen minute episodes that yeah. just get done. Watch some dishes and watch it but yeah i give it a g i like i i'm not a huge fan of them before this show and i think the shows benefit them i hope they get to do more of it um but there's definitely some things i find hilarious in it and some things i obviously just forget and erase from my mind
0: yeah next one was my pick uh so i listened to um who charted which is kind of like a charting uh podcast where they kind of talk about what's on the music charts and tv charts etc and they also have like fan picks or like not fan picks like hot picks which like the hosts pick out and this was one of the picks and they played the song uh which is i think is the single from this album the band is mr gnome the day you flew away the single i heard was gold edges number 17 which i liked at the time and that's why I picked it. <laughs>
1: that. Cool. Yes, I had never heard of Mr. Gnome before. You suggested this, and I'm glad you suggested it. because that is a very like you said track 17 not a lot of albums have 17 tracks um this was a very daunting album to look at when Yeah, i, I didn't, saw the track listing. i briefly
0: looked at it i'm like eh, some of them are shorter it's fine
1: <laughs> yes there are like some like 45 second tracks but yeah 26 good. tracks on um yeah. the Flew away and i was like oh jeez it's going to take a while to get through but good <laughs> cuz i spoiler enjoyed this very much cool um i had no idea I, I mean thinking about mr gnome it's i was like oh it's it's a man but is it is it i don't know i still don't know apparently there's not a lot of information on here that i guess yeah, they had a
0: bunch of albums too they, had like they have like six albums lot. yeah so. they've
1: been active since 2005 um uh Oh, so it's Uh, two people. It's a married duo from Cleveland.
0: That sounds great. Okay. It did sound like a lady singing in Gold Edges. Yes. Ah, Yes, it does sound like a woman, but I also thought it could be
1: androgynous as well. Uh, That's true. It did remind me, at least, of Silver Sun Pickups. That man's got very high voice, but... Is a man. This gave
0: me some uh, metric vibes too, which we also reviewed. Yep, similar.
1: I also thought about um, glass animals and gorillas. Um, just I, I don't see psychedelic rock in their description, but I thought it was very psychedelic. I see art rock,
0: but I wrote uh, distorted poppy oh. rock, yeah. which I guess could be a handful of things i guess uh i also wrote down similar to Sigur ross i don't know if you ever got into them oh, uh, some of their songs
1: i've listened to them a little yeah
0: and a little bit like um my morning jacket on some of them
1: oh yeah i could see that i could but hear yeah, that Yeah,
0: gold edges was the standout for me
1: i liked uh golden haze but i also did enjoy gold hedges edges
0: edges yeah
1: um yes because i remember the two songs i like have the name Golden. There's also uh Be Here Now I thought was also a great track. Uh but it is long. It's like six and a half minutes. Yeah. And I was like, you can cut that in half. It's pretty repetitive too. But I also feel that does add to like the psychedelic rock genre, kinda of just like a jammy song that goes on for a while.
0: Yeah. They had some really good uh build in some of their songs, like kind of build up to good
1: payoff yes yeah um, the there's one uh, Technicolor something listening in Technicolor I can't remember oh yeah, how to talk in Technicolor how to talk in Technicolor and Psychonaut those were a ba- upbeat and I liked them um, uh, yeah. yeah definitely interesting I hadn't heard of it before I definitely want to dive more into them now uh, Mr. Gnome. Uh, Nicole Baril, and Sam Meister. Those just two members.
0: Hmm. It sounds like a full band, too. It it's definitely to does. Watch. It's very, it's like,
1: full. Yeah. Very complete sound. I, there's a lot going on. I thought there would have been more. Maybe. Yeah,
0: i give it a G. Yeah. I'd be interested in seeing more of their stuff. Or listening to more of it.
1: i give it a G, too. I'm... I'm really missing live music. And I haven't been to a show for a very long time, even before I couldn't.
0: Listen. Yeah, I, same, I think the last one I went to was Hawthorne Heights. Oof. Which was in, not that long ago. They had a show in Portland recently, like a few years ago.
1: I think I saw like Blink-182 in 2017.
0: Yeah, it's a little Oh my gosh, yeah. This is 2021 now. God. (laughs) I did have a quiz. I don't know if you're interested.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Quiz This is a... You won't need any notes. It'll just be off the dome. Okay. Um, It is a sports anime quiz. Okay. I'm going to tell you the title. You have to tell me the sport.
1: Okay, like this
0: and I've got 25, that's what I was planning on. Ouch. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, and I can give you some hints, probably. Uh, this one is called Haikyuu. Number one Haiku. I mentioned
1: oh, it earlier. You did. So this, this is the volleyball one.
0: I think you got that,
1: it. Yeah. I know you mentioned that before.
0: Number two. I just finished this, actually, also. Hero no Sora, also called Sora the Duck.
1: Hmm. Well, I know you finished this one recently, so I'm just going to guess that this is Sumo Wrestling?
0: Uh, nope. This ah. is basketball. Oh, okay. A basketball anime. The Duck. It's about a short basketball player, so basically he's not flying, he's kind of swimming under stuff. Gotcha. That's the idea. If you end it. Number three, free.
1: Free. Free. Hmm. Free running? Free. Okay, parkour.
0: <laughs> this is swimming. Ah. Yeah. Uh, number four, Hajime no Ipo. Also called uh, the first step. It also is a third step title that i'll give you after yes
1: <laughs> dang it's, it it's translated multiple in ways oh the first step step uh ballet
0: i'll give you the other title um, mm-hmm. fighting spirit
1: um uh, kick no regular boxing
0: you got it oh, okay <laughs> yeah uh i did uh put in some that you're probably not gonna get. I didn't put any ones with like weird fake sports, so so that's Ugh. plus. Um, this one I've talked about. Chihaya Furu. Hmm. Ch- um. I don't uh, think
1: you're gonna get this one. Figure skating. Uh,
0: this is a competitive card game uh, called Karuta. Oh, okay. I've talked about it briefly. Right. Where they. You kind of, like, line up your cards, and somebody uh, says a Japanese poem that you kind of have to, like, throw the cards against, like, out of the way to kind of get them away from your opponent. (laughs) Okay. It's it's a weird card game, but I guess it exists.
1: Interesting. Sports. Initial D. Initial D. Um... (laughs) Sounds Mm -hmm. like a sex position. It does. Um, uh, um, Soccer.
0: Uh, Race car driving. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Like drive, the initial D. Yeah. Uh,
0: Number seven. Welcome to the ballroom.
1: Oh, ballroom dancing. You got it. Okay.
0: Number eight. Slam dunk.
1: Oh, uh, basketball.
0: You got it. Oh, uh, number nine, Kuroko's Basketball. No, I was hoping this one <laughs> would be on
1: here. Um,
0: uh, basketball. Yeah, you got it. Uh, number ten, Ping Pong the Animation.
1: Oh, um, basketball. No, Ping Pong.
0: No, yeah, you got it. Uh, number eleven, One Outs.
1: One Outs. One ounce or One Outs?
0: O-U-T-S.
1: Okay, One Outs. Baseball? You got it. Okay. It's usually uh, three. Number, okay.
0: number 12. Yawamusha petal. Also called a weakling petal. Hmm.
1: Petals are in cars or bikes. Hmm. Or flowers. Rose cutting.
0: It is spelled P E D A L. Oh, okay.
1: Um. Uh. <laughs> uh bicycling then yep okay. you got it. uh
0: diamond no ace diamond. also called ace of diamond poker baseball like a baseball diamond
1: oh okay uh,
0: 14 i shield 21 i, I shield i you this one i
1: shield i shield I shield Like EYE shield, EYE, or I. I the pronoun shield. What's that? EYE shield or I the pronoun. EYE,
0: yeah. Like eyeball shield.
1: Okay, eye shield.
0: Well, I I can still
1: ball. (laughs) Uh huh. Or uh, fencing. Uh,
0: American football. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The main character wears a shield, a like a face mask to conceal his identity, so they can do it secretly. Gotcha. Is it a woman? No, it's a guy. Oh, it's a guy who's trying to like trick his friend, who's very overprotective of him. Okay, yeah. Uh, number fifteen, Prince of Tennis.
1: Um, tennis, tennis, tennis. Um, racket, tennis.
0: Yeah, you got okay. it. It would have been pretty bad if you hadn't gotten that one. Uh, number sixteen. I I mean, Inazuma eleven.
1: If you are the prince of tennis, it could be ping pong. Because it's just that's like, true. <laughs> like you're not the king of tennis. You're the prince. You're making your way up. Um, Fair. sorry. What was the next one?
0: <laughs> Inazuma eleven. I
1: mean, okay, eleven. What has eleven? Uh, scoring up to eleven. ball, I think, is like twenty-one. Uh eleven. Eleven.
0: Sometimes it has to do with the amount of people on a field or
1: ooh, ooh. amount of people on a team. Well that is a football? Uh
0: kind of. Soccer? <laughs> yes, soccer, yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant.
1: I didn't say American football, of course. <laughs> you didn't hear me say
0: football? <laughs> Uh, Number 17 Suratama I'll have to look up this one in short but Suratama story. Um see uh, what that translates to Oh <laughs> It translates to fishing ball <laughs> oh, Fishing? Yeah Okay Uh, Number 19 Uh Clean Freak Oyama-kun. Clean the character.
1: Freak. Clean Freak. He's clean, but I don't want to get dirty. Um. Oh, he's doing uh Spartan races.
0: Soccer. Oh. <laughs> that yeah. was actually my second this is the dance. character. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but he's a clean Freak. Is that what you said?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he he's good at kicking, but he doesn't like uh working hard because he's very... Uh, OCD about his cleanliness.
1: Yeah, I figured he didn't want to get dirty. That's why I put him in the Spartan race. Mm. Uh,
0: number 20, all out.
1: All out. I'm all out. Poker. Rugby. Oh, I'm all in as poker. <laughs> wrong direction.
0: 21, Surune.
1: Surune. Um, bowling. Right, specifically.
0: Uh, it's archery. Ah. So close. Serone is the, what you call it when the, the, the bow, like, plinks when you kind of pull it back. That's the sound of it.
1: Okay. I really?
0: It's I right? guess it, that's, <laughs> that's what they call the kind of, says. like, the act of, like, um, I don't know. I, I watch it and I totally forgot it. <laughs> I remember liking it, but I was like, what is it again? I don't know uh number 22 cheer boys cheerleading yep ah number 23 wanna be strongest in the world
1: is this one sumo wrestling
0: this is professional wrestling
1: ah uh, professional sumo wrestling
0: uh like uh wwe I don't know. Oh, I get to have like sumo guys in there, I guess. Yeah, like yeah.
1: I'm sure there's a, someone's got to have a character.
0: Hmm. Taiso Samurai, Samurai
1: Kendo, Sword. Gymnastics. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think. Oh wait, I think Tyson
1: I don't even know if Kendo is a sport.
0: It would just be sword. Yeah. Okay, it is a sport. There, there are <laughs> it's not, uh, not just Kendo. People. There are Kendo anime. Uh. Last one. Hansu X Trash. <laughs> yeah.
1: Trash. Trash talking. Um. But he trash talk a lot in. Trash talk
0: and think the complete opposite of some type of trash talking thing. <laughs> Chess. Very prim and uh, water polo. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're
1: talking—they're filthy mouths. <laughs> yeah, more like sailors because they're on the water all the time.
0: I I can't remember why it's called that. I think it's supposed to be like a sexy one, like it's um, like it's about like hot. Like water polo
1: girls. And <laughs> I almost joined a water polo team once, and it was like, but it was like inner tube water polo. So oh. You like got like one of those donuts, and you would paddle around and water polo. Uh, and I always wish. So none of those were fencing, but I wish that we had fencing classes or something because, man, they'd teach me a skill that I'll actually use in life. It's cool. I feel like if I could wield
0: a sword I'd be using that a lot Okay, I looked up Sironi A sound made when the bow spring hits the bow When shooting an arrow It is susceptible to the weather And the psychological state of the archer So even if the same person uses the same bow The same sound is not always created Oh Yep <laughs> I just shot a bow Sironi Well, yeah, I don't really get what that means. Maybe that's what they're calling the sound of it. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> Anyone keeping score? I passed. So yeah, you, know, you got most of them right. Yeah,
0: Randy right, did. Uh, next one, the comic book. Also, my choice. I think. I mean, uh, this no, this one was, this was my, my choice. choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: We went after, um, Rick Remender's Deadly Class, um, published monthly since 2014,
0: yes. Reagan Youth is the first volume.
1: Yeah, so I've, um, I've watched the show, but I haven't read any of the book. You've read this before, correct?
0: Yeah, I haven't I don't know if the series is even done on volume four or
1: five. It says it's still going. It's and has been published monthly since twenty fourteen. Uh, seven years, jeez. Well, but yeah. Um. So yeah, I watched the I think it was twenty eighteen sci fi show based on this. So that's was kind of my intro to this. Um. This is about of school of assassins. Uh, we talked it's
0: very Harry Potter. It is, yeah. It's like a morbid Harry Potter. Yep, yeah. Instead of, like, potions, it's poisons, and Mm -hmm. instead of, like, dark arts, it's, like, decapitation, and...
1: Don't they have a dark arts class, though? Or was it it black arts?
0: I think it might have been black arts. They have, like, a combat class, I remember
1: that. Yeah. Decapitation. (laughs) Decapitation class, yep. Poison class. Uh, Poison. Uh... Yeah, it was, um, and yeah, instead of getting a letter from an owl, an old Chinese man comes and finds you and <laughs> takes you in. Um, tells you he's gonna teach you to murder people.
0: Yeah, how is it compared to the series? Uh, I haven't seen the series.
1: Uh, it's very similar. It is okay. Um, yeah, there's. Uh, I think the things are in a different order. Maybe I've. Everything that we read in volume one, I had seen in the show pretty much, and then and I've seen some since. Uh, but yeah, it, um, the show is more like each episode. I talked about the TV show, I think, in our adaptation episode because each episode is kind of this, it's like, themed, right? Yeah, so. We read uh, a few issues where they were traveling to Vegas and they got, like, strung up on... Well, not bad acid. Uh, main character, Marcus, took too much acid. And, um, and in the show, it is a very... It is, like, a fear and loathing in Las Vegas homage. And it may be like that in the comic, but it doesn't come across that way, really. Okay. Uh, cause, I mean, it's much easier to do it, as, as some guys... Narrating the voiceover and he's doing a Johnny Depp impression pretty much. <laughs> like yeah. um but yeah, it's very much yeah, this similar. Um and they're I even got started on volume two a little and they started doing a party, which Brian Prostane ends up in eventually in um the T V show. But yeah, it, it's um yeah school of assassins master Lin, it's this ancient tradition um they are teaching these kids to be assassins, but you have to like for the right reasons I guess like they have yeah. the the targets have to deserve it um otherwise they the assassins or the kids get punished,
0: yeah, and all the kids are like kind of, like, indoctrinated in some sort of way. Like, they're, like, sons and daughters of, like, mob people and, like, serial killers and all this kind of stuff. And they have, like, priors in some type of, like, legal activity, typically.
1: Yeah. And they all... End up forming their own cliques in the school, just like any school. But these are yeah, like deadly like uh, KKK, cliques. yeah, the KKK <laughs> clique. Um, the the final world order and stuff. New world order. Uh, there's a Hispanic one. Um, oh, what is the Japanese and there's like a Japanese syndicate. Yeah, there's too. like a
0: Yakuza one or something like that,
1: right? Yes, and yeah. the Russians too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all very played out in the show as well. Um, they're not supposed to co-mingle, but they kind of all do outside of class. Cause, you know, you got your outcasts, too. And then there's the rats where Marcus and or the main character ends up. And that's pretty much people who don't really get taken into any other clique or yeah. house, whatever they call them.
0: Now, are they the rats initially, or do they become the rats through their actions?
1: Um. See, in the show, they are the rats initially. He doesn't. Okay. Marcus isn't like inducted anywhere, and so in the comic book, he gets that. uh he gets he a g- dead rat. Yeah, in he a box. gets a dead rat in a box, and that means he has to go to solitary. For, is that what it was? Oh no, that was I... his introduction to the black arts class. Okay yeah that's where like oh you got chosen for black arts you're going to this class and that's where they tell him hey you got to murder someone tonight that's your homework um, yeah but in the show he gets the rat and that means oh you're you don't have anywhere to go you're in the rats house whatever they're referred yeah, to pretty it's much the, house. the sorting hat like a, <laughs> sorts yeah. him into the rats so yeah
0: because i thought the rats was a thing that was happened after they killed the people incorrectly or something Maybe later on, there's a uh, maybe a spoiler,
1: but a kill the rats chapter. Yeah, that could that could be it. Um, They probably changed it over. I hadn't gotten to that part in the book, so that would make sense. Because yeah, he didn't go. He still doesn't really have a house. He's still bouncing around.
0: Um, Do you have any uh, favorite characters? Marcus
1: Marcus and Willie. Willie is his. uh, Willie's the head of the Final World Order. And he's supposed to be this, you know, he's got a reputation, which you need to have in the school so other students don't kill you. And he's um, supposedly, like, killed five. He shot five of his dad's killers, like, when he was nine years old or something. But turns out it's all a lie. And Willie's just using that as his reputation. And he's never killed anyone, so he's he's all right he's a good guy yeah. um, i like billy the punk to the mohawk
0: yeah they've also got what is it kroki petra
1: yeah petra uh, hasn't been in it much yet but i remember her from the show having a lot part and i liked like she had a really interesting backstory where like her parents were formed a cult or something so i i want to read into that There's, uh, Mar- Maria. Yeah, Maria. Marie? Yeah. Yeah, she uh Marcus's girlfriend who gets him into a lot of trouble. She's nothing but trouble, I'm not a big fan of her. <laughs> Fair. But she's got cool fans that she chops people in half with. That's pretty cool. She dresses up in like the the Dia de los Muertos like dress and makeup and uses her fans to like slice people up that's pretty cool but she does look cool she has that
0: kind of like skull mask kind of stuff on
1: yeah but she's nothing but trouble
0: i mean in in a school i mean that
1: (laughs) That is also true yes how much more trouble can you be uh yeah and then there's a lot of gross uh animal sex and stuff that's gross yeah
0: (laughs) There's a guy jerking off to, like, the, the dog show. Um, that's pretty gross. Uh, the other gross thing is, like, when later on I think you meet, like, that kind of Mark, uh, Marcus's, like, nemesis who, like, is like, slams a man's head into, like, a toilet that he just, like, shit in.
1: Yes. That's didn't, really gross. Didn't see that in the comic yet, but I remember that from the show, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah oh that's in the show oh yep. Yeah. it's <laughs> oh, pretty yeah. gross.
1: he does something else really gross too i mean does a lot of gross things he's bestiality yeah that's the main thing i know he's like
0: keeping a prisoner too and like his lair that's pretty
1: yeah that's brian gross. prosane in the show so oh <laughs> yeah it's, it's uh weird to see him in his underwear and like bunny ears and stuff uh, but, yeah, I mean, I I would give this a G. I do feel like my um, opinion is influenced by that I have watched the show, though. Um, but would I you think... Would
0: recommend one over the other?
1: I would recommend... Probably, I would think the comic has more fleshed out stuff. Um, yeah. The comic's actually probably less... The show's pretty violent and, like, can yeah. be gross. Like like with a comic you'd think they could take more liberties with that but i think the show has even more blood and like the show opens up with um the head of the dixie mob the like white racist mob click and she's like a cheerleader and she gets her face smashed into the desk by master Lin. this is like the first scene in the show and she's got this blood pouring down her nose and then she just like takes it and licks it up like in front of marcus and it's just like that's disgusting that's how the show is opening up so the show is yeah yeah it's it'll show you everything um I would, I I mean, the show's only 12 episodes, so I would say go for the comic book, the show got cancelled, so... Oh, did it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it only made it one Uh, season, and then no one else picked it up after that, so, yeah, I'm interesting, especially since it's going on, I mean, Marcus's, Marcus, I think it's, for, like, what it is, the, I think the character-driven element is what draws me to it, because they all have, um tragic backstories marcus's is pretty nuts where he this is i mean the whole movie or it's not even a movie it's a show or a book and we're talking about the book um the whole book is uh takes place in 1988 besides flashbacks but it's back in the 80s and marcus's whole goal is to kill ronald reagan because ronald reagan caused like the
0: he closed all the, the sanitariums and all those places
1: exactly so it's this um woman who was mentally ill jumped off a bridge and landed on his parents right in front of him so it's like this yeah. crazy story that does have to do with like the political background of the time too um i think they all have um interesting backstories that i'd like to see closed and resolved i feel bad for a lot of them
0: Yeah, I I give it a G. I mean, I've already read a bunch of it. I'd like to finish it, but I haven't really gone back into reading it in a while.
1: Yeah, I think I think I'll finish what we have on Comixology.
0: Yeah. I think there are like five or six volumes, and I've got like four.
1: Nice. Sweet. Yeah.
0: And for the game. Uh,
1: Let us exercise you all, <laughs> clear the uh, your spirits of demons, and we'll flush you out as we furiously type, as we played the texturist this time.
0: Story of Ray Bibia.
1: Yes, this is the free game on um, Epic Games. Epic games yeah. This is released in 2019 is interesting, as soon as I saw this, I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I gotta play this. <laughs> it is a bullet hell typing game. And I've been looking for typing games recently, because, you know, the world right now is moving towards a remote um, workplace. And uh, um, being really good at typing is uh, helping the employment search right now especially for young children so i'm trying to find my kid a typing game that'll like gamify teach him to type i don't think i'm gonna show him this game <laughs> um,
0: uh, how did you do in this game
1: so i got to the third boss and that gave me a little trouble i don't know how is that many boxes the, uh, the, the club uh i think it's the it's the rock okay It's the um yeah the uh, the rock show I got to them and that's where I lost a couple times I was like yeah I get this um cause the, the game is you are Ray Bibia a exorcist yeah. and this is, I forgot what year it was I, I think it's the year 20XX or whatever that's how it starts yeah. out um very like 16 bit <laughs> Um, like backstory coming about how the church uh, runs this town or whatever, which I just love because I love the post apocalypse. I love that this is just super ridiculous and just taking charge of it and going with it. Um, but Ray Bibia is an exorcist who does or doesn't work for the church. I don't know, but he's exorcising people. And you go around with his, his Bible and when you find enemies, which are typically each level I played was really just you fight a boss. You yeah. kinda walk around and maybe talk to someone and they open a path and you fight a boss. Um, but you fight the boss by typing out your Bible verses and um if you get hit you drop your Bible and you have to retrieve it within a certain amount of time or like your sent your verse restarts and you have to start typing from the beginning again. All while avoiding attacks, bullets, uh, vomit from demons. Yeah. Bombs. Yeah, bombs. Uh, rock um, notes. I forgot what they were shooting in the rock show. That one. I don't know yeah. how long this game is, but I'm going back. <laughs>
0: yeah man this game I I am not a good typer so I was very frustrated
1: (laughs) yours uh, really
0: Um, I gave up on the second boss which I think is at the club Uh, boy once it gets into the Latin it really fucked me up
1: Um, yeah I I type a lot for jobs so (laughs) I'm pretty good at typing especially my last job was very fast paced and I had to type a lot so um, I'm pretty except when there's you like you you get on a roll and then you miss one letter and you just keep going and going and going but that like reduces your points and you have to start over again so that kind of sucks that was what i had the most trouble with yeah Yeah. but it is hard because you do have to move as well avoid all these with the arrow keys so you can't really be typing at the same time that you're moving you can try but uh, one-handed typing pretty much
0: yeah, that's... It. I'm not great at bullet anyway. Like, I played a lot of, like, Enter the Gungeon and stuff like that where, you know... And they're fucking hard anyway. Yeah. And now it's just like... Now I it's like right-left brain stuff where you've kind of got to, like, move a little bit. And then for me, it's Hunt and Peck.
1: I mean, oh, sure really? Oh. The, yeah. Now I got my nice Ergo keyboard so I know where my hands go. Oh yeah, no, not yeah, not for um yeah, hunting type, definitely. Um,
0: I was glad I could beat the one boss, but I was like, this is very frustrating to me.
1: Oh, that's too bad. Um yes, yeah, and each boss kinda has like its own gimmick. The first boss is a possessed maid and she's puking everywhere and she if she pukes on you, she'll puke on the book and you can't see like the sentences you're supposed to type so you have to move around or guess you can try to, yeah. if you can remember uh second boss was yeah the club boss and he's like you got to avoid the light up the light up parts of the floor
0: yeah
1: uh, the third one um which i you didn't get to is at a rock show which it, i found funny and you have to avoid, like, everyone playing instruments. And they also, like, throw the mic at you, and you have to sing the solos. You have to type out the, the solos before you can get back to typing the book. But, yeah, I thought it was definitely interesting to blend these two genres together. I've never seen anything else like it.
0: Well, yeah, it's definitely interesting. I will give I will give it credit for being, like, very unique in its kind of style. Uh, as far as gameplay elements were, a mix of, you know, bullet hell and typing.
1: Yeah. I like the music a lot too.
0: Yeah. But yeah, if you're a hunt and peck type of person, I wouldn't recommend this <laughs> that much. Unless you're very confident in your hunt and peck skills, I guess.
1: Oh, man. I I say, gee, go for it. Just it's definitely up yeah. my alley. I don't know if it's up everybody's alley, but.
0: I would say G as in give it a try uh, but I, it didn't flush with me too well Yeah, because it had a I think if it was a pure one or the other I'd be fine with it probably but man, could not do both at the same time
1: I see alright that's, that's five reviews for all views, right? Mm. alright guess that's it then um well you all can find us at facebook.com slash whole gd uh, show email us at whole geez it's been so long like <laughs> how do we do this okay take two find us at facebook.com slash gd show we're on twitter at whole gd show uh you can email us whole gd show at gmail.com our Podbean is uh, wholegdshow.podbean.com. You can find all our episodes there. Rate and review us on iTunes or um, right in your podcast app. Or is it called iTunes anymore? It's called Apple Podcasts. Um, and then uh, we're on Spotify. You, Caleb O'Ryan does our music. You can find him on Spotify, other streaming services. I believe he's... a. Uh, um, doing some other things, uh, writing and stuff, so check out his, uh, Facebook pages and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, sometimes, uh, I'm streaming on twitch.tv ink about it. Ink, ink about it. I just realized that those were Limp Biscuit lyrics the other day after I'd been using that as my game <laughs> tag. But think about it. It is not a Limp Biscuit reference for anyone. It's a Splatoon reference. Where can people find you, Jeff?
0: I am at uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at Shaw. Uh uh-huh. I also have a similar Twitch channel that I don't use that often, at Rewriter Shaw, Sometimes I do it as at old GD show. Uh, occasionally I do it on YouTube also. Um, yeah, that's about it for art and jokes and bullshit. All right.
1: We'll catch you GD listeners in the next GD episode.
0: Goodbye.
1: Later.